everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is January 22nd. Today, we continue in a brand new Come Follow Me block. We're going to be in 1 Nephi chapter 11. We're going to take a look at Nephi's version of this vision of Lehi. Now, it's interesting because as we read Lehi's version in chapter 8, it's actually pretty different than Nephi's version. It's not that they're different. It's just that Nephi's version is more expansive. And for a long time, I always wondered why that was. But I think it's really important to remember a couple of things. First of all, what we see in chapter eight, that's not Lehi writing down what he saw. It's not even Nephi writing down what Lehi said he saw. It's what Lehi felt was important to share with mostly Laman and Lemuel in that moment. It is highly likely that Lehi also saw these things that Nephi is going to see in these chapters this week as we're studying, but that some of these things were so sacred that it may not have been appropriate to share with Laman and Lemuel considering their state and considering their spiritual state at this time. So that's important to remember. I don't think Nephi is having a greater vision than Lehi had, but I do think that he has the ability to record what he saw in these plates better than what he could record what his father saw, because he wasn't recording word for word what his dad said he saw to Nephi alone for the purpose of recording it. He was recording what Lehi was teaching his family, mostly Laman and Lemuel, in those moments. I don't know why. I just feel like that's important to remember and important to see. So here, Nephi is thinking about the words of his father. He's thinking about the things that his father saw and had taught him. He's pondering about it, and he has a desire to better understand. I love this about Nephi, and I think that this is one of the great reasons why Nephi is the way that he is. He wants to understand. He wants to understand the will of God. He wants to understand the words of God and the meanings that God has. And because of that, he is consistently approaching God for more knowledge, for more information, for more revelation. And that allows our Father in heaven to bless Nephi with these experiences that lead to his testimony. So as he's thinking about that and praying on it, the Spirit comes to Nephi. And he says, what desirest thou? Nephi says, I desire to behold the things which my father saw. And the spirit said unto me, believest thou that thy father saw the tree of which he hath spoken? And then I love Nephi's answer. He says, yea, thou knowest I believe all the words of my father. He's like, hey, you're the spirit. You know, you know, I believe what he says. And then listen to this. This is so beautiful. Verse six, it says, And when I had spoken these words, the spirit cried with a loud voice saying, Hosanna to the Lord, the most high God, for he is God over all the earth. Yea, even above all. And blessed art thou Nephi, because thou believest in the son of the most high God. What I love about this is that the spirit rejoices in the testimony that Nephi bears. It reminds me of the scripture found in Doctrine and Covenant 62, verse 3, which says, Nevertheless, ye are blessed, for the testimony which ye have borne is recorded in heaven for the angels to look upon, and they rejoice over you, and your sins are forgiven you. I love that we see that the Spirit of the Lord rejoices over the testimony that Nephi bears. And he says that because of this testimony, 
that Nephi is going to receive the desires of his heart. And he says, these things shall be given unto thee for a sign. And then he says, because after you see the tree, you're going to see the son of God and you're going to witness of him and you're going to bear record of him. It makes me wonder because oftentimes in the scriptures, when a prophet has an experience where he can witness of Jesus Christ, that is an experience where he is being called as a prophet. And so it kind of makes me wonder if this is Nephi's prophet experience. He's having this experience because of his testimony where he is going to witness the life of Jesus Christ and be able to testify of him. And then we see a classic line, verse eight, and it came to pass that the spirit said unto me, look, and I looked. Now, my friends, we have so many opportunities in our lives to look. Our father in heaven wants us to look. He wants us to see all the things that he has done and given us and blessed us with that testify of him and of his son. Here in particular, yes, Nephi is seeing a vision. He's seeing this vision of the Savior's life and of the tree. But for us, it's my testimony that our Father in heaven blesses us with experiences every day. And I can picture him on the other side of the veil being like, Lindsay, look, look at that, see that, and know that I am real, know that I am here, know that I am with you, blessing you every step of the way. Are we taking the opportunities every day to look and to behold the hand of God in our lives? So the spirit says, look, and he looks and he beholds the tree. And he describes the tree in a very similar manner as Lehi. And he asks what he sees. And he says, I behold that thou hast shown me the tree, which is precious above all. And he said unto me, what desirest thou? And I said unto him to know the interpretation thereof. So here Nephi says, well, I want to see the the vision. I want to see the dream. And the spirit says, okay, look. And he sees the tree. And then he says, now what do you want? He says, I want to understand what this tree means. Now, the beautiful thing about this is that for the bulk of the rest of this chapter, to show us what the tree means, the spirit and the angel are going to show Nephi the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. That is what the tree means. Later on, the Spirit's going to say, Knowest thou the meaning of the tree which thy father saw? And Nephi's going to say, Yes, it is the love of God which sheddeth itself abroad in the hearts of the children of men. But in order to teach us about the love of God, in order to teach us that the tree is the love of God, Nephi is shown Christ and his life. My friends, the love of God is most plainly manifest in the life and the ministry of the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In fact, we see that a little bit in 1 Nephi chapter 8 as well. Because yes, there is this tree, but it's the fruit of the tree that was most desirable. And so yes, the tree is the love of God, but what's the fruit of that tree? Think about this. We have fruit because the tree bears the fruit, right? What do we have because God loved us? Think about the famous scripture, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We were given Jesus Christ because God loves us, just like a tree gives fruit. So yes, the tree is the love of God, absolutely. But we can best understand the love of God and we can best partake of the love of God as we come to Christ as we use his atonement 
as we better come to see and know Christ in our lives. In fact, if you take a look at the adjectives that Lehi uses, it's desirous to make you happy, that it's sweet above that which is sweet. It exceeds the whiteness of anything that he had ever seen. It fills them with joy. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 talks about our sins being as scarlet, but being as white as snow. Alma, when he's talking about his conversion experience, talks about how the sweetness of forgiveness exceeded the bitterness of sin. The sweetness, the joy, the whiteness, all of those things point us to the atonement of Jesus Christ and what it can do for us. Sister Linda K. Burton once said, The atonement is the greatest evidence we have of the Father's love for his children. And my friends, I testify of that. One of the most immediate ways to feel the love of God is by using the atonement of Jesus Christ. As we repent, as we seek grace, as we seek the enabling power of Jesus Christ, we are filled with the love that God has for us. It is in Christ and because of Christ and through Christ that God is able to pour out his love upon the earth, and more importantly, that he is able to pour out his love upon you individually. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.